Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested, your, yes, your favorite movie review podcast. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Craven. It is also my favorite movie review podcast. I, I'll be honest. I feel a camaraderie with the people on the podcast. It's li- I mean, honestly, every time I listen to it, it feels like I know them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're people that I know. Literally, like, I feel like I've lived with them. Yeah. Now, I... People have asked me this all the time because I spent so many years on the radio. And when you do commercials and stuff, you hear yourself. And it took me a long time to be able to not go, eh. You know, it's you have to get used to hearing your voice all the time. And then all of a sudden it's like, eh, I don't care. I will listen to our podcast because uh, <laughs> I guess I'm just so delighted with what we have to say. <laughs> I I, I do often – and I, I guess here's the thing about doing so much stuff like off the cuff. Like if if I've ever done like a play or anything that I've constantly rehearsed, like it's in my mind. Like mm-hmm. I can there, – there are speeches I did like from plays in high school or like competing in forensics or whatever. I can still like bring those back. The thing about doing things just like – like I said, uh, just off the top of your head, I often don't remember what I said. Precisely. Like I, I, I don't. So – in a in a a way, it's like I get to experience it yes. for the first time. Good. I'm glad you said that because I thought that was just me. When I did mornings, sometimes uh, people would say, "So, what'd you talk about today?" I said, "Uh, mm-hmm. they said you're on for four hours." I have no idea. Um, I mean, I, I vague, they probably told the uh, weather. I, I remember. So, I, I talked about a hamburger and <laughs> a, a grilled cheese at one point. Okay, good. So that's and... just normal, off the cuff. You yeah. don't remember. I mean, I, I like like I said, I might remember very much in passing, but it's almost like, you know how like when you try to remember a dream mm-hmm. and you're just like, uh, there was like a mountain and I think seems like there was a giant cat that we rode that had a, no, that doesn't sound like it it, it's almost like that, but it, like we have it recorded. So I, I can know. just be like, <laughs> I remember thinking something was amusing. That must have been what it was. Yes. So, that aside, uh, you have just seen the number one movie of the weekend, weekend, weekend. Seems like you're really selling it right yeah. there. Uh, Predator. Yeah. 24 the, the, million-ish. The, the Predator. I'm sorry, The Predator. Predator was the, that's its daddy. Sorry. Pred- Predator was his daddy. The Predator is his son. Okay, so, how many Predator movies are? The biggest one now, was Alien versus Predator. I know that. Are, are, I was going to say, are you counting those spinoffs as well? Yes. Because you have Predator, Predator 2, Predators, Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator, Requiem, and The Predator. Okay, now, the very first one, Predator, without the article. Right. That is the one with Arnold that's and, the, yes, and that is the uh, one directed by John, John And directed by John McTiernan, yeah. Okay, I just saw the... That is, that is the getting them to the chopper, like one. Okay. I think it was the everything wrong with... I yeah, just saw it's that. really good. Ah, oh, brilliant. It, I, I could not watch the bit where they're just like, yeah, the mud thing wouldn't work. And I'm like, that is one of the most iconic moments of the 80s. You take that garbage and you put it somewhere else, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to hear you sit here and listen to you desecrate the name of Predator. Exactly. Predator, by the way, really grosses me out because they're like the second jaws and they're <laughs> gross. Okay, uh, a review. So, Predator is 
an alien, not to be confused with the alien, the alien from alien. the yeah. alien movie. So Predator's an alien, and Predator comes to Earth. Why? To predate? Well, they are, yeah, that's, that's what that name means. That's okay. what it's all about. There's actually a joke in The Predator um, that she points out. They go, well, actually, why? Because they, they look, the alien is laying there on the table. Not the predator alien, not the alien from Alien. Okay. Let's just, okay, I'm not okay. going to talk about the aliens from Aliens from this movie. When I say the alien, I mean the predator. Okay. Whenever they see him laying there on the table, they're like, oh, yeah, that's the predator. And she goes, actually, predators hunt for, um, for like, survival. Technically, wouldn't he be a sports hunter? And they're like, that name doesn't sound <laughs> remotely as good. We're still going to call him the predator. Like, Shane Black, who wrote this movie, like... It is as quippy and fun as... Oh, excellent. Well, this is the guy that did Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon 2, um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, ah, Long Kiss okay. Goodnight. You got me at Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, like, which I, is an excellent I, he, movie. He wrote and directed Iron Man 3. I'm just saying, uh, like, this guy is just chock-a-block of, like, one-liners. Like, pr- probably any movie you thought was smarter than the the action, like, film that it was in, mm-hmm. like, in the, the 80s and 90s, he probably did. So, who's La- in this other than The Predator? It's a, a, lo- a lot of people, like... That you would kind of go, oh, I know them from what? You have you have Jordan Peele in it, okay. if you were a fan right. of Key, Key and Pe- Peele. Like, yeah. he, he was in it, uh, it also very... F- but it doesn't borderline into that... You know how you've got comedies that kind of take all of the danger out of it. Like you're never you're never concerned that anybody's gonna get hurt or anything like that. It's just a straight up comedy. This is this has stakes in it. This has action in it. It's funny, but it never detracts in it in a way that I'm just like Okay, I'm not scared the predator's gonna do <laughs> not gonna like it it's is funny. Is it rated R, I guess, maybe? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't think Shane Black can write much less than an R. Like Due to language and gore or predator on predator action? The or? predators are significantly fatal in this movie. Like people, people fatal. are getting... So like, they were only mildly killed in the other movies. I, I think probably like what they were capable of doing in 1987... Is um, now a Tarantino level of killing? I'm saying, like, the Predators, like, when they stab something, like, they can decapitate. Like, I think you were kind of held to what you were capable of doing in the late 80s, special effects-wise. So there's more than one The Predator. Like, you have to wait to the end of the movie to really see the Predator in the the first, the first first 1987 right. film. And, like, it's a big deal you get to see his face. Like, you're seeing, like, every, like the face, like, his biceps. Like, you're watching him, like, cut people open. You're seeing him take on, like, other Predators. And, like, I, I'm just saying, like, this movie is definitely happening in the 21st century. Okay. Like, full access to 20th Century Foxes, like, different kinds of special effects, houses... Does the Predator have a language? Because obviously Predators can build spaceships. Um, they they do. It it, it, it looks. Is it subtitled? It looks a lot like Klingon. I was just gonna say, is it Klingon? I, it, it honestly, it look. I, I'm sure. Oddly like, enough, somebody that that has broken down and studied the Klingon dialect, I'm sure, has just like lost their mind while listening to this podcast because that does strike me as the type of person that would listen to this podcast. Yes, yes. Um, I just love that you. I've seen enough Klingon to have that have it sit there, and I can draw I, together. Yeah. And I was just going to suggest it. Yeah. Well, uh, they <laughs> they drop a line within the the context of the movie saying, "Oh yeah, well we gave uh, like Harvard or Yale linguistics department a billion dollar grant, and they go, we we've got like a very thin database that we can translate what they're saying now. Hmm. So like you actually do get 
predators language being um for better for like not instantly like kind of translated for you but we can understand there there's communication do predators have a sense of humor are they quipping um I think a lot of that may have been lost mm, in the in translation, translation because, like, I'm going to like, I don't understand the regional colloquialisms mm-hmm. like when predators toss them out. We're just going to assume, though, that they're just as quippy. Like, I'm I'm sure they've got their. But do women like to shop? Am I right? <laughs> am, I, am I right, other predator? Like, I, I don't know whatever predator women do. And or they're doing the hammer dance. Yeah, or if there's like four genders that like you have to have to reproduce on the predator planet. They don't go into all that. I don't know if it's a man and a woman predator or whatever. Or whatever they're called, like maybe they're Symblackians or uh, Sabuvians, like whatever whatever the planet they're from. They don't get into it. They're predators. They they don't spend too much of it. It's not quite as delightfully simplistic as the first one. Which I, I mean, you, you basically you see the ship, it crashes, it kills some people. Mm. Schwarzenegger's guys come in and they've got to kill it. The very end, and again, um, thanks thanks to um, Screen Rant. You know what? Uh, I don't care. It's like they're telling me dinosaurs have feathers now. No, they don't. I, I don't. I don't care if you take if you build a time machine. Take me back in time. Show me physically. Like take pictures of it. Document it. Make make like I'm just saying. There's no question. It's academic. Dinosaurs definitely had feathers. Of course they did. I, I don't was just care. Say the clothes. They look like they did in yeah. Jurassic Park. And drop the mic. Walk off. I was just going to say the closing credits of the original Predator are funny because it's like an 80s TV show and it's really true. Oh, I thought you were going to say the no. mud thing. I, I was going to say no, like when just... they're like, that wouldn't have hit him from the Predator. It was very like, much A-team. Ha-ha! Pose. It's like, like when people want to be just like, there's no way those criminals were so stupid. Kevin McAllister could not have stopped them in Home Alone. And I'm like, shut up. His his parents also uh, we, left. We've covered the Kevin McAllister genius. Listen, I... I'm just pointing out that if if you, I heard he was a dinosaur. A dinosaur. <laughs> a dinosaur. So, uh, the predator. Yes. And yet you tell me there's more than one. Do there, they hunt in packs? Well, there there is a predator that is the primary like antagonist. Alpha? If you, he's the one that you see throughout the movie. There are a lot of. Uh, evidently the predators like the reason why they have been going to different planets and the reason why they hunt the way they do they want to find the strongest genes so that they can genetically alter themselves to have basically the best of whatever the galaxy has to offer like do the other predators have different hair um they do make a joke about the predators looking like Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> like it is it is referenced with it is now canon like within that that universe because uh, evidently the they reference the Danny Glover movie and the Schwarzenegger movie in this, like saying other incidents. And if I'm remembering correctly, because it's it wasn't on Blu-ray or digital, so I couldn't run it back. But the way they made it sound, the first Predator was actually a good guy. He was coming to the planet Earth. Yes, our planet. So Arnold to, killed the good guy. Yes. Okay. Evidently, um, and like I said, I, I I may have misunderstood this because like they didn't dwell on it, and I couldn't run it back. But at least one of the predators that we hunted and killed was a good guy. Earth like is is going to with the, with the help of like uh, uh, warm global warming and all that stuff like that is slowly terraforming itself into a planet that is better suited for the predator race. Mm -hmm. They are 
kind that they they want this to happen so that they can have our planet. The predator that was coming there was coming to try to stop it. He wanted to help us because oh. he knew that the his planet was going to be coming behind him. And the way that we decided to do this was straight up murder him. I see. So we well. should shouldn't have done that. That guy, the one that Schwarzenegger fought, like to get him to the chopper, the blah, like when he screams out into the jungle. Yeah, that was a good guy. I think. I, see. I think that's the one they were talking about. Okay. Um. But didn't that predator start killing people, and that's why Schwarzenegger showed up to begin with? Right, but I'm pretty sure those guys were shooting at the predator. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, he dropped in, and he's probably just like, oh, my goodness, I have flown all through the Milky Way galaxy. You know what I need? I need to get a bite to eat, take a nap. I'm going to figure out, like, get a linguistic translator, talk to these earthlings, let them know my people are coming. I'm going to save them. I'm friggin' E.T. Mm-hmm. I'm friggin' E.T. It's going to be great. It's going to be super. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> And like, I mean, pew, pew. like all of these guys, like I, I think even like the nerdy predators are are essentially like, like at least NBA level like athletes. Mm, okay. Like they're, they're they they kill the way that like say, um, Americans consume cheeseburgers. Mm. Ugh, that's... So like they started they they attacked it. He he, he attacked them back. And then Schwarzenegger comes in, and it's not like he's like, "Hello, what? what uh, why why awesome. were you doing this? Come here, come here. Let let us talk. We will be friends. Shake hands." He's he's just sitting there going, "Oh, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Oh, we can, we can kill it." Well, that ain't right. So, just because I never saw it, didn't care. Who won in Alien versus Predator, or was it a tie? Um, the movie was awful. Uh, we all lost. <laughs> The the tagline in that movie, that tagline in that movie could not have been more appropriate. It goes, whoever wins, we lose. And I was just like, oh, you guys are so right. Like, okay. all of us lost in that movie. Like, the Did special, they mate or something? The special effects look awful in it the movie. Made more money than any of them. But I guess that was a... Uh, they probably, Phantom Menace type of thing. People were so prepped for it, they saw it, not realizing it would suck. And keep in mind that that film came out in 2004. Alien and Predator, Aliens and Predator 2 were also in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I think Predator 2 was, I want to say, 1990. So, if, And the figure they gave, I will virtually guarantee you, was not adjusted for inflation. Mm-hmm. So I would say Alien versus Predator holding that distinction has a lot of... Quotation fingers around. I see. Um, like the special effects look terrible in that. Oh, I want to watch it. The 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 film looks cheap. Good. The so you have you have two franchises. You have two two of James Cameron and Ridley Scott, and neither one directed. Both yeah had nothing to do with it. Both of them had had hands on the Alien. John McTiernan who did the two best Die Hard films, like did some really solid action in the, like did a 13th Warrior, really underrated mm-hmm. movie, like based on a Michael Crichton novel, Eaters yeah. of the Dead, which itself is based slightly on Beowulf. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, McTiernan knows how to direct, direct an action movie. He's the guy that did the first Predator. Um, none of those guys have anything to do with Alien versus <laughs> Predator. The, uh, the writing... Uh, of any of the movies that I have aforementioned have nothing to do with any of the people in those mo- the, the the iconic ones, the ones that we reference. The posters that people have up in their rooms of those movies have nothing to do with the Alien versus Predator movie. So this one, The Predator. Yes. Like the Jane Ellen. 
Um, so earthlings have been, you know, I don't identify as an earthling, maybe. You just like to think of yourself as I'm a Terran. Yeah, yeah. Terran. Yeah. <laughs> On this M-class planet. <laughs> you know what? The predators are real. Whatever. M- M-class is real, too. I, I'm not going to fight it. So, she is uh, what she is, yeah. They... They are aware of all the other predators, and they're, like, waiting for him, or the predator's always here, and they're, like, looking. How? What is the impetus? There, there is a um, a group very similar to the Men in Black, mm-hmm. like, be- best best and easiest, like, way for me to explain them. Um, they are the ones that have found the alien, the, the predator that crashes at the beginning of this movie. And so, you're telling me that predators do not really do a good job with their spacecraft. I Evidently not. Because they like, crash a lot. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, some of them are getting shot down. But yeah, they're, a lot of t- it's, they're not just like, you know, parallel parking these things in mm-hmm. the forest. Like, it seems like they always get destroyed. Oh, we now, can usually, fly it. We can land being, it. They're being followed by another very hostile predator um, spaceship. So, it's like running man predators? Um, well, okay. This one, the the one that you see, like he is taken in by the men in black. One of the guys that, um, is in the middle of like this black ops mission. He went, he actually witnesses the alien. Mm -hmm. So in order to kind of keep the wraps on that, they want to discredit him, uh, making it look like he killed all the other guys in his team. Ah, but he did not. And, no, he didn't. Like, the, the no, predator no, is the one that properly. taken properly. But... No, he didn't. No, well, um... <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. I don't... There's there's no one that would have said it like that. <laughs> Rosie in, in Perez his team. was not in it? Rosie Perez was not in his Black <laughs> oh, Ops Oh, no, he team. didn't. Um... He has decided. <laughs> they've decided. They want. That, <laughs> oh no, he didn't. <laughs> that they want to discredit okay. this gentleman. Yes. Um. So like he is put into essentially like this mental hospital with a lot of other, um, military veterans mm-hmm. that are are suffering from these different things. And this is where we actually get our predator killing team this time. And so they're all mental patients. Think if one flew over the cuckoo's nest uh-huh. was an intentional comedy like i really want to give you some of the quotes that they, of the jokes they make but considering that i think we try to keep this thing about pg-13 mm. i can't uh there's a lot of your mother jokes that really I really land i'm just like they stick the landing on these jokes but it i can't sense. share it here all right um it, it earned they did that, that's probably how they earned their r ratings okay so you've got the mental patients Go and hunt the predator who is already captured? Well, he has been captured, but whenever the other ones come looking for him, presumably to kill him, he wakes up. And he's all just like, you have me chained to a table. What are you about to do with that scalpel? Oh, no, you didn't. And then he just starts, <laughs> just starts lighting people up. And this is where, like, again, like the gore I mentioned, like he is decapitating people. He is stabbing them, like harpooning them, like up in the air. They're sliding down on the blood. Like Ew. when the when the predator does some kills in this movie, and this is one of the the genetically augmented ones. Oh, so like. Whereas in, let's say, the other ones are like seven foot tall, this guy's 11 foot tall. And whereas in, maybe they could lift like, let's say, like a mid-sized Kia, like this guy is is lifting up like military-grade Humvees. Hmm. He sounds very attractive. Um, in, in as much as a, uh, a, a fang, fang-jowled... Um, <laughs> 
Whoopi Goldberg hair, like. So the predator, this in this film, is it all CGI or is it some points it's actually a, a body in they, the suit? Like some of the more complicated. Is it Andy Circus? There, there are. I don't think it's actually Andy Circus. <laughs> some of the stuff, like I, I don't think you could get a someone in like a suit to do. There, there are some practical effects, but in some of the more complicated stuff, especially when like entrails and like green blood start squirting. I'll almost guarantee wait, you. Wait, did they kill a Vulcan? No, no, they they don't have gr- like glowy. Mm. The, the Vulcans just have like you know kind of a I, I don't know if it's a, a darker looking uh, more of this a one forest looks, green. If if I were to crack open those glow sticks uh, at Halloween, yeah, yeah. that's more of what like predator blood looks like. Okay, now I know. Um, they they uh, end up like seeing. That right there. They are the ones that start hunting him because it wants its equipment back. Now, because he knew seeing an alien was going to probably uh, be questioned mm-hmm. by the general public, yeah, he mailed to his P.O. box back home some of the alien equipment so he had proof of it. Now, while he has been in the mental hospital, apparently his wife has had a falling out with him, so he's not there. Um, his P.O. box has not been kept up with. He did not want to send it to his house as not to endanger his family. Because no one is paying on it anymore, they bring all of his mail to the house. His son gets into the predator like helmet. Like so a is couple, his son like five or 18? Probably um, it looks like maybe eight or nine. Okay. Like something like that. And he ends up using it as his Halloween costume. Nice. Because if you've ever watched a Shane Black movie, man loves setting them up on Holiday. Mm-hmm. Lethal okay. Weapon Part 1. Home Alone. Ha- oh, he didn't do that. No. Okay. Though I'd watch that. <laughs> Shane Black's Home Alone. <laughs> like, the, the first Lethal Weapon happens on New Year's. Iron Man 3 happens on Christmas. This movie happens around Halloween. Like, I don't know what it is. He just loves setting his movies around, like, holidays. Like, uh, other guys. He did that movie. Mm-hmm. I wanna, Was it Thanksgiving it was set around? Like, every movie he does seems to, like revolve around some kind of holiday. Hmm. Maybe he's a fan of Madonna's song. I guess. So I'm going to assume that the kid, by wearing that stuff, now has some powers that he accidentally finds out about. Yeah, there are some bullies that have been picking nice. at school. He has uh it's Does rev- he decapitate them? Um I don't I don't want to ruin too much about the movie, but he has uh he has Asperger's syndrome. Mm-hmm. And like kids are picking on him, like just making I mean, they're being mean like yeah. just I mean kids are sometimes. Um and it's really one of the most satisfying moments in the movie. Cuz they start I I forget what exactly it was that they called him, mm-hmm. but like if you know anything about Predator armor, it do, you don't necessarily aim it. When it detects that you are being attacked, it activates oh, itself. Nice. So like it like there's this guy chucking something at him, like and as soon as he see, sees it, like the Predator gear just goes Oh, that's awesome. Like and the the bullies get theirs. They they get theirs and like I said, it was it was a really great moment in Oddly enough, an R-rated action movie. Hmm. So even more satisfying than when the dog in Never Ending Story chased down the bullies. You know, the Luck Dragon. Yeah, it's kind of akin to that. But like with more I'll explosions, a more explodey and curse words and green predator blood. Nice. So I guess the kid doesn't get to keep the 
stuff. I, again, I don't. I don't okay. want to. I've given you pretty, a pretty okay. good, decent like setup. But I'm like, going to assume that it's either summons something or his dad picks it up. Something is happening with his dad. Understands he's got to get that stuff back mm-hmm. because. Like the predators are going to be looking for it. Like the shady government agency mm-hmm. is going to be looking for it, and, and like he can't and, have that. And Peel is shady government agency. He's a good guy. What is he? He, he is one of the crazies. Oh, nice. They, they call themselves the Loonies. Oh, I like that. But like because all the of Goonies. them, the, the Loonies. Loonies, yeah. Because they're like I said, they they all have like different ticks or whatever. It, it the, the real the best way to compare it is the the crew from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm-hmm. Um but they're all like these super like military like trained but basically they're a bunch of like kind of off-kilter assassins. Hmm, interesting. So, uh you enjoyed this children's movie? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I actually like funny enough like I got up to see because I usually see these like early mornings on mm-hmm. Sundays which is funny um, and I tell I tell Kristen what I'm doing I'm like hey I'm gonna go see uh, the predator I'll be back in a little bit and she goes oh well I'm going and I go well um, what about the kids what about them <laughs> and like since she's like hold on let me call my dad like so like we are just and i'm doing this because i think it's just me we've got like 18 minutes to make this happen so like we're getting it in the van like i am driving this thing like i'm danny glover in lethal weapon <laughs> to try to get over to their grandpa's house we've also got to stop like get them some like sausage biscuits at burger king uh, it's so annoying so, i mean we we're just and I'm like, I'm not missing these preview. I need popcorn. I need drink. Go, 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 go. Like, <laughs> but it, it was it was nice because she was just like, oh, oh yeah, you're not going alone to that thing. So she enjoyed it. Then she saw some other. She's like, we're gonna do this every Sunday from now on. She's like, we've got Halloween coming up. We've got uh, like, there's another horror movie called like, it's like Planet Hell or like Hell Land or something. Another horror film. Like, mm-hmm. she's really into horror movies. Oh, see, I, you're not really into horror movies. No, but, like, she's also not really into sci-fi, like, either. So it's, What? It, it all works out. I don't understand that. I, listen, I don't understand, like, horror movies, but, like, I also know that, like, not everybody likes science fiction. So I... Egg rolls. Everybody don't love egg rolls. I don't get mad because people don't love egg rolls. And, like, it, honestly, Not everybody like, like, when I get to discuss horror everybody films with her, coffee. she has insights into those that I just don't. Because I'm just usually like, this is such a slog. <sighs> like, okay, the, the Nun. We had talked about me seeing The Nun. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, what? You're going to see The Nun? I'm watching The Nun with you. So, yeah. so evidently, I've, I've got, I have a partner to watch them with. And it's not just me sitting in the theater just being, going, yes. I need one for Crazy Rich Asians. You have no idea how excited you made many people by reviewing that. So I, many. You know, I, I I think it's always good to have perspectives that are not all the same. You don't want that same cookie-cutter shape. And I guarantee you, there's very few reviews out there that looked at Crazy Rich Asians the way that we did. Precisely. So, I mean, you know, there, there's... <gasps> Wait, I got one. Crazy Rich Predators. I would boom. I, I mean, honestly, both of them seem to have like really solid box office legs. Like, <laughs> if you're if you're listening, wait a minute, Crazy Rich Predators, the musical. <laughs> crazy Rich, Crazy Rich Predators. Here we go again. <laughs> 
just using ABBA songs <laughs> or, or whatever they use in this one. Oh, that's a good time. Okay, so The Predator is going to be a fun action movie. and uh, It, like, is a lot funnier than I, I was expecting. And I, I mean, honestly, I've seen, I think, every Shane Black movie that's ever, like, Long Kiss Goodnight, Last Boy Scout. Like, he did some uncredited rewrites in Last Action Hero, which is, by the way, a lot better than it gets credit for. <laughs> I th- I think with that movie, people got confused because in, it, it would have been like, okay, the Naked Gun movies star mm-hmm. Leslie Nielsen. We know that it's going to be funny yeah. if Leslie Nielsen's going to be there. If they would have cast Clint Eastwood in the Naked Gun movies, like, think of that, like, instead of having, like, a... <laughs> Like a, I a, love a, a popular, I love that it came TV in what show. 90, 94. I don't know. I watched the Naked Gun TV show, Police Squad. Yes, I have it on DVD. Yes, I it's, it's loved remarkable. It. But I think that's what confused people about Last Action Hero. They saw Schwarzenegger and they're like, "Yeah, we're watching Terminator. We're watching Predator. Yeah." And they go in and they're like, "Wait, what?" If it would have had like, let's say, Bill Murray or Steve Martin or somebody, a popular comedian from mm-hmm. like the mid '90s, they would have went into it with a different mindset. But I don't think they they were quite expecting the clever kind of tongue in cheek parody that Last Action Hero was. Mm-hmm. And people got out of it, and they're just like, "Wait, he." They wanted the movie that they were parodying that the Jack Slater. Mm-hmm. That's the movie they actually wanted to see. They didn't want to see the kid going into the movie using like a Harry Houdini's magic golden tick. Like, I dug the movie, but I was like a kid too. So, have you seen it as a non-kid? Last Action Hero. Yeah, yeah. I Last Action Hero is remarkable. All like, right. I really enjoy Charles Dance, the guy that uh, plays the uh, the father in uh, Game of Thrones, the one over the their, their names have just left me. Not uh, Sansa. It's the it's not the Starks. It's the other Tyr- the Lannisters. Snows. It's the, he's the okay. he's the like the father Lannister. He plays the main villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like he he's not as good as Rickman. Like, but no one is. No. One but is. I'm telling you, like that guy does an exceptional job in that movie. If you haven't seen Last Action Hero and from the box office grosses, a lot of you didn't. Speaking of Rickman, and I swear we're not going to go an hour on this, <laughs> but. I started showing the girls Prince of Thieves. I started by singing my version of everything I do. I do it for you. And it sounded a lot like how I sing the Star Trek theme song. <laughs> and so, first of all, they see Kevin Costner. He's all beardy and stuff. And they're like, hmm? Tongue is with you. <laughs> and then I said, uh, you know, this is Kevin Costner in his prime. And Anna Grace said, well, why didn't they cast some attractive guy? It's like, <gasps> This is Kevin Costner in, in his, his prime. prime. And then... she He got debearded? No, no. They're, they're still nonplussed by Kevin Costner. I, I I can't understand I don't it. Listen, I but, don't want to dislike your kids, Jane. They, but they're going to make me do it. I know, I know. I've appreciated them thus far in life. Um, But then, Jenna says, I know that voice. What? I know your face. Oh, no, sorry. What What was her? <laughs> that was, and I said, yes, that is Professor Snape. And so. Okay, so Rickman was, he won a British Academy Award for that movie. Well, Jenna and I seemed to enjoy Alan Rickman it's in this because part. he is, everyone else it's is delicious. acting. Everyone else is acting in a different movie. Alan Rickman, like, I think he kind of got 
the movie. Yeah. And he's just like, everybody else is playing this straightforward. No. He's like, I'm going to turn, I, I'm going to pretend I'm in spinal tap and turn this puppy. Oh, up yes. Past 10. And, and like, he's just, you can't not look at him mm-hmm. when he, and the thing about it is, if you've watched the Blu-ray or the DVD, they have deleted scenes. Ugh. Rickman, that wasn't, it was put on the cutting room floor. Rickman is. And he's even more dialed in on those. He's delicious. Now, his voice, again, he could just, again, he could read me the phone That's book. That's my then, wife, a crone. It's just. <laughs> and but, call off a Christmas. Yes, yes, that. His, I'll cut his heart out with a spoon. His Why hair a spoon? Why a spoon, cousin? Why not a knife or a knife? Well, because it's a spoon, you twit. It'll hurt more. He's <laughs> the hair, the flouncy black outfit, the everything. He had it in spades in this. And when I saw it, I saw it when it just came out. Maybe I saw it again later, but I probably saw it again in the 90s. I haven't seen it in a while. Do you know the only reason why Alan Rickman was not the greatest cinematic villain ever in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Mm -hmm. Is because he was already the greatest cinematic villain ever in Die Hard. The only person that can compete with evil Alan Rickman is Alan Rickman. Yeah. And Anna Grace and I go round and round about this, about Snape. He... He is one of her least favorite characters. And I said, no, Snape is my favorite. He is redeemed. He has the most difficult storyline to manage. It's actually quite tragic. Yes. And they, the thing is, like, you don't know that, that to what, voice. book seven? It really does yeah. not delve into it till book seven. So you're supposed to believe Snape is evil for but six But you know books. what? You know what? I was in the back of my mind, and it might have been in book two, Dumbledore says, but I trust him. And I thought, there's a reason. Well, I'm saying, you want to get people to believe that Snape is evil? Do you know who you cast? (laughs) The sheriff of frigging Nottingham and Hans Gruber himself. (laughs) Oh, I just realized. And Dumbledore dies with a fall just like Gruber. (gasps) It's like reverse Grubering. Almost exactly. Like, it's a slow-mo. It doesn't have that fanfare that the woo-woo. Why am I just realizing this? Be, be, because you and I have not watched Half Blood Prince and Die Hard like, together. Yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Prince of Thieves. I am. I said I'll rewatch this with you because I'm thinking oh, I need to have more Rickman time. I really do. The and I, I know this is not the film we're reviewing, and I'll stop after I do this. The, the Kevin Reynolds, who directed Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Everything with with him, who also um, directed him in Waterworld, and was actually fired from Waterworld. And the director, I don't remember if it's in the commentary or if it's just like one of the books that Waterworld's fascinating, by the way. It, the the behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Kevin Costner fired him from Waterworld and directed a lot of the stuff himself. And he goes, that's good. He goes, because Kevin Costner can finally work with his favorite director. Oh, that's funny. Kevin Costner. Like, apparently he was quite the prima donna in the the mid to late 90s. So you're telling me you have a DVD with more Rickman? Or a Blu-ray, Jane, if you want to see it in crisp, crystal clear 1080. I need... Or, or if I you want to, if you, if you want to watch it up converted, like in a four K play, I, I'm just saying, yes, I have it. I have the DVD with com- is 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 Alan Rickman in the commentary? 
Oh, I was, is he in the DVD? And I'm no. like, no, we no. didn't know. <laughs> is he in the commentary? <laughs> I don't, I don't, th- I think it's just <sighs> Costner. Co- it, it's the, the Kevins, Reynolds and Costner. Right, but fine. like I said, there is a massive delete. Like they could have done a three hour version of this movie. And a lot of it is Rickman. I feel now I'm even closer to Alan Rickman because I had a director say to me, your material was so good. I hate that we had to leave so much on the cutting room floor. I'm and just, now I feel we're as one. I think, and and Prince of Thieves made a ton of money. It was like the second or third highest grossing film of the year whenever it did come out. There could have been a sidequel like shot about what the the sheriff of Nottingham was doing. Like all those times we cut to Robin Hood and his merry men. I would be like, this is what's going on. Kind of like how they did with Kill Bill one and two. Like how the, the they're uh-huh. they're all some of them are simultaneously happening. They're they're shifting back and forth. Honestly, you could have released Robin Hood Prince of Thieves Volume Two or just call it Sheriff of Nottingham. All right. Well, I want to see that movie now. Today, modern day, who could be the closest thing to Alan Rickman when we have that movie made, Adam. When we greenlight that, who are we going to have? You that that is like Rickman. That is I'm capable. I'm trying to think who those, can. I mean, Jeremy Irons, like who filled in for him I in s- Die Hard with a Vengeance. Like, okay, but I mean, you've got to find somebody that's got gravitas, like that. My, I mean, minus honestly, him like thirty years. Who, who we got? Oh. Maybe, maybe, why am I forgetting his name? New Spock, maybe. Oh, Zachary Quinto. Maybe. I don't know maybe. if he knows how to dial it up there. I don't know. I, I think if you want somebody that is equally talented in both like farce and drama, the only person I think you're going to get that is on the level of Alan Rickman mm-hmm. is Bill Murray. And B- Bill Murray ain't young. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, this is something I'm going to ponder. Tim Curry? No, Tim Curry's. Oh yeah, Tim Curry could have done it. But again, I'm talking like someone maybe in their 30s. I'm so, like I can't think of anyone. You want somebody that is on? Uh, I, I really don't know of anybody 20 to 30 years younger that has that level. Maybe Fassbender, like somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I'm just saying Rickman is no slouch. Like <sighs> as a dramatic actor, he's no slouch as a farcical actor. He's a magnificent villain. There, there's nothing that Alan Rickman does that that is bad. Mm-hmm. It, okay. If if Alan Rickman were to fill in for me in my life, he would do my life better than I do it. I would get recast in my life. We're uh, we're not actually uh, reviewing any Alan Rickman films. But we did get off on a tangent. Yeah, this is actually a review of The Predator, the non-Alan Rickman version of. The Predator. Man, I've got a. <laughs> Could you imagine? The I've Predator got a director's lands, cut. I need to see now. The Predator lands and he talks like Alan. He just comes out. And he's like, <laughs> <"But> cousin. <laughs> okay, so the Predator is fun. Will it's gory. Your minds. <laughs> Stop. All of his stuff is redubbed with Rickman, and for some reason, the other voice of the Predator is Jeff Goldblum. Ah, 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Predator. Predator versus Alien, Rickman, and Goldblum. For some reason, are the voices of yes. them? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Delightful. I feel that you and I should not have any other jobs but to take these little gems and like make them into our own little videos. 
Because that's going to take all day. Yeah. And then some. And I'm telling who doesn't want to watch Jeff Goldblum, Alan Rickman, and I'm just going to go ahead and throw Tim Curry in there sure. because um, literally voice everything. Yeah. Okay. I do. All right. Again, this is a review of The Predator, and Adam enjoys it, and that's good enough for me. I think it's I will enjoy it. Action packed. Well. Like, it's funny. Uh, it does earn its R rating, but I'm telling like, this is honestly one, especially if you're a fan of this franchise. Mm hmm. You need to check out. It is probably the best film in the Predator franchise since the Schwarzenegger version. Excellent. All right. Next week, do we know what's coming up? Probably the nun, but no, y- you no, know. no. I know something came out, and I said Adam has to see that. Oh. I don't know why we're trying to sound like Louis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Welcome to the family feud. (laughs) I know I saw something that you need to see. Oh, that's right. You were going to see Peppermint. We had talked about Peppermint, and it, I I still may. Uh, There are not a lot of large studio releases. All right. I will probably get The House with the Clock, but you know, you probably would too. The House with the Clock and its Walls is supposed to be the I've got some. I've got some options. Yeah, I mean, it has Galadriel in it. Which never hurts. No, no. Galadriel. And some Tenacious D. Yeah, so. Ah! Sorry, <laughs> I should have this warned you. This is not <laughs> the greatest song in the world. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, The Predator, enjoy that, and we'll have something else for you next week. I promise. Hey, we did it in less than an hour. Look at us. And we talked about the movie you saw for a solid 10 minutes. At least. But I would, I'd Maybe honestly, 15. I put money on 15.30. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.